And good morning, Transformation Radio. We have a wonderful show for you today. It is Thursday, May the 19th. What's going on? Song, scripture, and a devotional to get your day going. First off is In the Light.
And that was In the Light by DC Talk. And up next is our scripture reading for today from the New Testament, coming from John chapter 10, verses 22 through 42. It was now winter, and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah, the festival of dedication. He was in the temple, walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I have already told you, and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my Father's name, but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me, and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. Jesus said, At my Father's direction, I have done many good works. For which one are you going to stone me? They replied, We're stoning you not for any good work, but for blasphemy. You, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus replied, It is written in your own scriptures that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say, you are gods, and you know that the scriptures cannot be altered. So if those people who received God's message were called gods, why do you call it blasphemy when I say I am the Son of God? After all, the Father sent me apart and sent me into the world. Don't believe me unless I carry out my Father's work. But if I do his work, believe in, in the evidence of the miraculous works I have done. Even if you don't believe me, then you will know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am, am in the Father. Once again they tried to arrest him, but he got away and left them. He went beyond the Jordan River, near the place where John was first baptizing, and stayed there a while. And many followed him. John didn't perform miraculous signs, they remarked to one another, but everything he said about this man has come true, and many who were there believed in Jesus.
today comes from New Morning Mercies. If your heart isn't ruled by God's honor and your love and your life by God's plan, you may seem religious, but what you're living isn't biblical faith. I want to use marriage as a case study for the principle stated above. None of us has lived in a marriage that is completely free of conflict and tension. None of us has been able to escape moments of irritation and impatience. We all have had nasty arguments or extended moments of silence. We all have been disappointed in our marriages in some way. If you're single, apply everything I've said to the relationship, to the relationships in your life. Now, you just have to ask, what is all that tension and conflict about? If we were to read the average Christian marriage book, we would be led to conclude that all the fights and quarrels are all about inescapable horizontal issues within every marriage. So the conclusion is that if you are smart enough to discuss gender differences, personality differences, role expectations, finances, sex, parenting, diet, and so on, you will be able to avoid most of those conflicts. On the surface, it sounds right, but it isn't what the Bible says. Consider the following provocative passage. What causes quarrels and fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is no purpose that the scripture says, He yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. James 4, 1-10 Notice how James explains why we have so many fights and quarrels. He doesn't say, they come from those difficult people you live with, or they are already the result of those practical issues you are forced to deal with. No. He says they come from the passions that wage war in our hearts. In this context, passion means a powerful, ruling desire. I fight with you because I have a heart I fight with you because I have a heart problem. Rather than my heart being ruled by God and motivated by God's honor, my heart is ruled by my wants, my needs, and my feelings. If it is, I am always in some kind of conflict with you. Furthermore, James tells us that human conflict is rooted in spiritual adultery. We put ourselves where God alone belongs. Conflict always results. It is all just another argument for the essentiality of God's grace in Jesus. In this obsession with the things this world says make us happy Can't see the slaves we are in all the searching or the grasping. Like we deserve much more than all these blessings we're holding. 
And that was Jeremy Camp with Christ in Me. And our reading from Psalm today is from Psalm 116, 1 through 19. I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Death wrapped its ropes around me. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I saw only trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Please, Lord, save me. How kind the Lord is. How good he is. So merciful, this God of ours. The Lord protects those of childlike faith. I was facing death, and he saved me. Let my soul be at rest again, for the Lord has been good to me. He has saved me from death, my ears from tears, my, I'm sorry, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. So I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. I believed in you, so I said, I am deeply troubled, Lord. In my anxiety, I cried out to you, those people are all liars. What can I offer the Lord for all he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and praise the Lord's name for saving me. I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all his people. The Lord cares deeply 
when his loved one when his loved ones die. O Lord, I am your servant. Yes, I am your servant, born into your household. You have freed me from my chains. I will offer you a sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the presence of the Lord in the heart of Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. And a reading from Proverbs is Proverbs 15, verses 20 and 21. Sensible children bring joy to their father. Foolish children despise their mother. Foolishness brings joy to those with no sense. A sensible person stays on the right path. And up next, we, next we have Jesus Culture with In the River with Kim Walker-Smith.
And again, that was Jesus Culture Within the River with Kim Walker-Smith. And I just want to take a moment to give you guys an update on the weather for today. The weather for Thursday will be sunny, high of 68, low of 45 today. So plenty of sunshine out there for you guys. Have a great day working, everyone that's going to be out and about. Hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, we just say a prayer for all that. So, Father God, thank you. Thank you for Jesus, first and foremost, for what he has done for us on the cross. And through his death, we have life, Lord. Um, just pray for all those that have listened today and will listen today, that um, uh, they have a great day. Encourage them, Lord, and uh, lift them up. Give them Lift them up on wings like eagles uh, today and give them strength. Uh, it's Thursday. The work week is almost over, and uh, um, there's some weariness that comes with that. So uh, we just pray for strength today. And let's uh, pray, um, pray for our softball team tonight as they play, that they would just be salt and light as they have been. So wonderfully, Lord. These guys would just go out there and show just to have a great time and uh, do it in a manner that uh, people just stop and look. So. Uh, thank you for all your son Jesus and all that he's given us. And just give us a great day and a great start to our uh, the end of our week, Lord. In the name of your son Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, we're going to kick end things off today with Third Day and Soul on Fire here on Transformation Radio. Let me return to you again. 